0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fetke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending June 17th of 2023, why we might see two more rate hikes this year, what the latest Consumer Price Report is showing us, and the cities that are attracting the most attention from renters. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news that grabbed the headlines this past week, Members of the Fed's Open Market Committee decided to put their rate hike regime on pause for the month of June, but they said that two more rate hikes are likely later this year. The decision was unanimous for the pause, but not so for the rate hikes. Two members don't see any further hikes. Four are anticipating at least one more rate hike, and nine are expecting the need for two. Two more believe we'll need three more rate hikes, and one is saying four. By holding the interest rates steady for the time being, the Fed will have a chance to, quote, assess additional information and its implications for monetary policy, unquote. Fed Chief Jerome Powell said at a news conference, quote, We have raised our policy interest rate by five percentage points, and we've continued to reduce our security holdings at a brisk pace. We've covered a lot of ground, and the full effects of our tightening have yet to be felt. The federal funds rate is currently in a target range of 5 to 5 and a quarter percent. Assuming quarter-point hikes, another 2 would bring that up to about 5.6%. Committee members meet next in July. Powell emphasized that the core rate of inflation for the personal consumption expenditure index or PCI is the most important indicator. The Fed received two other reports on inflation right before the meeting. The consumer price index or CPI shows that prices rose only 0.1% in May, mostly due to less expensive gas. The low rate of monthly inflation brought the yearly rate down from 49 to 4%. That's the lowest it's been since March of 2021. When you omit prices for gas and food to get the core rate, there was a 0.4% gain, with an annual rate that slipped from 55 to 5.3%. The U.S. Department of Labor Statistics also released the Producer Price Index, or PPI, for May. It shows that wholesale prices fell 0.3% in May. It's the third time they've gone down in the past four months. That brings the yearly rate down from 23 to 1.1%. Again, the reading is slightly different for the core rate, which didn't move in either direction. The yearly core rate dropped from 33 to 2.8%. The PPI represents what companies pay for for producing their goods, such as packaging and transportation, which they often pass on to the consumer, of course. Weekly jobless claims were unchanged from the previous week at 262,000, while the number of continuing claims was up about 20,000, to a total of 1.78 million. Mortgage rates were down slightly for the week, Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was down 2 basis points to 6.6%. The 15-year was down 3 points to 6.1%. And in other news making headlines, high interest rates are keeping many potential sellers on the sidelines. Redfin notes that almost everyone with a mortgage has an interest rate below 6%. About 80% of homeowners have an interest rate below 5%, and almost 25% have an interest rate below 3%. As for inventory, Redfin says there are about 6% fewer homes for sale now than there were a year ago, and 40% fewer homes for sale than there were five years ago in June of 2018, before the pandemic. That was also a time when the Fed was raising rates, by the way. Redfin blames the shortage on high mortgage rates and a construction slump that began more than a decade ago the number of months it would take to sell the inventory on hand is only 2.6. A housing market with a balance between supply and demand typically has four to five months of supply. A new report shows that the Midwest has become quite popular among renters. According to Rent Cafe's Rental Activity Report, Kansas City, Missouri is getting the most attention from renters. Runner-up is Overland Park in Kansas, which is a suburb of Kansas City, and Minneapolis was third, followed by Cincinnati and Albuquerque, New Mexico. Detroit took sixth place, Atlanta seventh and Orlando eighth. Rounding out the top 10 are Arlington, Virginia and Raleigh, North Carolina. You can get the full list of 30 cities by following links to the article at newsforinvestors.com. And when you're there, make sure you sign up as a member to learn more about how to invest out of state. And the things you need to do to protect yourself. You can follow our over 70,000 members to learn from them as well. Again, that's newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities, or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.